Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota on Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington. Home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. It's time for the Catholic Hipster Podcast with my dad, Tommy. And our son, Sarah. I hope you like it. Welcome, one and all, to the Catholic Hipster Podcast, episode 43. The one where we're going to chat about Arlene Spensley with Arlene Spensley. I guess, but also about her (laughs) while she eats a protein cookie and drives around Virginia. I'm Tommy. You know where I am, Sarah. You know where she is. What's up, Sarah? What's up, Tommy? Uh, Happy Holy Saturday. I know, right? Easter vigil tonight. Do you do the vigil or no? Yes, I do. You it's do. my favorite. Awesome. So one of the great things, and this is going to make me sound like a terrible Catholic, is that <laughs> my church is wonderful and they limit the vigil. <laughs> they limit the time of the vigil. We do minimum readings, minimum uh, minimum of all of the things. And we get out of there and they usually are, are bringing in somewhere around 30 to 40 plus people into the church. We are still out of there in about two hours and 15 minutes wow you know that i i love that because it's called efficient liturgy and it's am i also a bad catholic because i don't go to the vigil one because it's late at night now i have kids but even if i didn't and when i didn't it's just too long and late i know it's beautiful and i like the morning i don't know i don't know i just um that is cool. I like it's your church. It's just cool <laughs> seeing people brought in. Uh, my favorite, yeah, honestly, one, do you want to cool. know a reason why I really like it? Because you can sleep in on Easter Sunday? Well, yeah, those two things. But really, <laughs> there's two reasons. Number one, the music is more beautiful. I feel like it's the most beautiful liturgy that my church does all year. Uh, yes. Number two, you get candles and you get to play with fire during mass oh that is good so i like that we're gonna try and hit the 8 or eight fifteen overflow mass for easter because we figure nine thirty is gonna be insane because yeah. that's the best everyone's gonna go to and as uh anyone listening who's a parent of small children knows boy that's a total coin toss if eight or eight fifteen is gonna happen <laughs> yeah well the overflow mass is always a good good call with kids because it's yeah. usually like the b it's mass the and, and you yeah, can just totally. you know have them run around <laughs> Yeah, we're all down for the overflow mass for it's sure. It's not the A team, so it's fine. So celebrate Easter, you guys. It's still Holy Saturday, so we're going to try and keep our excitement levels oh, um, yeah. muted, right? right? For the whole yeah. thing. We're but, supposed to be depressed. Know. Jesus is in hell, but hell doesn't exist. So it's fine. But <laughs> well, we're not going there. <laughs> we're not, not going, going there. there. That's why I was <laughs> skipping very quickly through that. Hey, guess what, Sarah? What? Before we talk about how amazing Easter is again, I had uh, Father Michael Lillard all over for dinner the other night. <gasps> he that? texted me and told me. So yeah. fun. So I hope Karen made something delicious. She made her patented chicken chili casserole, which is uh, world renowned. Love that thing. Yeah. At this point, it was it's so hard to have a priest over for dinner and not want to ask questions that you just want to ask priests. I have to say that. Oh, you should you know, just ask. My no, we did. We did. Keeps. No, oh, we okay. did. Good, we did. Good. I just felt bad. <laughs> you know, I think I'm not a priest or a religious sister. You have this thought of like, well, they definitely don't want to talk about religion the whole time they're over, but they do. That's what they love. <laughs> That's what they love. Get over it. Um, did he bring you some beer? We had a conversation Dude, around that. He brought, of course, beer from a, a German monastery. 
right? Ooh. I think I have the bottle. It's just turned the wrong way. And he brought a milk stout that he brewed himself. Oh, yeah, I've had brewery. That's amazing. It yes. was really, really, really good. Oh, my God. Even my wife, who hates beer, drank it and was like, this hates beer. It's like, so, <laughs> boom, you hear that, Father Mike? That's right. And he only has 12 <laughs> bottles left and he still brought one over for us. I He's mean, that's pretty converting people. Pretty good. And if you guys don't know Father Mike, you should definitely follow him on the Internet because he posts his uh, he's in charge of like the board with the, you know, funny church sign things. And uh, it's great to see him post those and go, oh, you're going to get some emails from some old ladies on that one, which he does. So (laughs) it's very funny. Shout out to St. Cecilia's in San Francisco. Yes. Um, Awesome. Well, that's such a fun way for you guys to end Lent, have a priest over for dinner. And I'm sure he enjoyed the quality time right before the busy time of the Triduum. So yeah, it was a good time. It's nice to, you know, I think it's, there's something to having your kids experience priests outside of mass just to uh, see that priests are normal and to make it seem, make them realize maybe someday they could be a priest. You know what I mean? We'd love for one of your boys to be a priest. I got enough kids to where I'm happy to hand one to the Lord. Let's go for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny, actually. So, Sarah, Um, tell me why is Easter better than Christmas? So I was having this conversation yesterday with a colleague. Also, terrible transition, Tommy. But (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm not. This is stuff that happened behind the scenes, you guys behind the scenes. But um, (laughs) we were trying to plan for good topics. So one thing that just has always been amazing to me, especially because I did a terrible job this year and didn't plan my schedule well enough so that I could take Good Friday off, which I typically try to either take the whole day or just work a half day. But this week I had to travel and this and that, and I'm taking some time off next week and the week after. So I just couldn't make it work this year. But for me, I'm like, would I ever do that if it were Christmas time? And so it got me to thinking of how the world seems to slow down around Christmas, but not around Easter. However, without Easter, Christmas would not be important. So what is it that we as Christians in our lives, forget about, you know, the secular world for a second. If we really took that time on an individual basis to really accept and and live the life of a Christian, we should probably slow down in particular for the Triduum to really take in depth of what Jesus did on that day to die on the cross to descend into hell and then rise from the dead on Easter Sunday, you know, we really would, like I said, we would not have Christmas without Easter. And so I need to do better next year to remember that so that I can really embrace not just Lent, but also the the celebration of Easter and everything that it has to offer. Yeah. What is that about how, like, when I think about the seasons, I think, wow, there's something so magical about the Christmas season. And I guess it's because the secular world embraces it more than Easter. Is that why? And so it's like everywhere you go, people are getting ready and celebrating for Christmas, but for Easter, not as much. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's it's also like, I think we kind of treat Advent the wrong way. And so it's like Lent is like, you're feeling kind of miserable going through Lent, right? I mean, I do. And then you you get or whatever. So you're not like in a joyful spirit by the time you get there. Maybe you're in a better place spiritually, but not necessarily as joyful as you are as you're marching through Advent which I think we're doing Advent maybe a little bit wrong. Like, I think we're supposed to be a little more like Lent, right? Like quiet yeah. preparation and anticipation, but maybe it builds more over Advent or something, but you're totally right. I, I mean, do, I don't have the, the answer to this other than just some personal reflection for me on that. It, it, and something I've noticed of the recent years is that even mm-hmm. we as Christians don't make as big a deal out of Easter as we do Christmas, but <laughs> 
Easter's the reason why we're Christians. It's the most important holiday of the year. Most important holy day of the year by far. But you by know, far. one one flip side though, churches around here at least are more packed on Easter than they are on Christmas. That's and I don't good. know if that's because more people are traveling on Christmas, so you just don't see as many folks, but you can go to Christmas mass here and it's like, you don't have to show up early. You just kind of can walk in and it's, you know, three quarters full, but then on Easter they have the overflows. Mm-hmm. So there's something in the Catholics that don't go to mass every week, um, who I love all of them, but like there's <laughs> something in them that they know that they should be there on Easter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is, that's something to hold on to, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just wrestling with it. Just wrestling with it. Is there anything cooler than going to your church like on Good Friday or Holy Thursday and seeing how bland and ugly it looks and then walking in, thinking about that, holding it and walking in on Easter and it just looks insanely beautiful? That's so cool. Well, that's one of the cool parts about the Easter vigil is you walk in and it's empty because the tabernacle's empty and the lights are dimmed and and you just sort of feel that. And then during the liturgy, the lights come on, they light all the candles, Jesus goes back into the tabernacle. So it's just a really cool bridging of Lent to the Easter season during that Easter vigil celebration. It's so interesting that so many non-Catholic Christians don't like those things that we do, but they are so powerful spiritually and really get you geared up. I just wish that they could see how incredible that kind of stuff is, you know, little simple things that really can impact you deeply. Yeah, exactly. So that's my, I'm going to step off my, um, she's stepping down from her Catholic soapbox. (laughs) I don't know. Just something that hit me as I was talking to a, a fellow Christian colleague yesterday. I think you're 100% right, and I think I'm going to try harder, too, to make Easter way cooler. Make Easter great again. <laughs> oh, yeah. there It was coming. It had to come. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please don't quit this podcast because I made that joke. <laughs> so we're having Arlene Spensley on the show, right? <gasps> so this excited. Arlene is awesome. She's one of my dear friends, and we talk often. And so I invited her to join today um, because she just has been MIA for Lent. So I wanted to let you guys know that she's alive. And I have to say that when uh, I have said in the past that uh, texting about Catholic Twitter is better than Catholic Twitter. And when I say that, I'm speaking mostly of you, Sarah and Arlene. When something like uh, ridiculous gets said, like uh, I will get a text from one of you guys or I'll text one of you guys to be like, can you believe this crap going down on the Internet? Yeah, it is. And, uh, it's, it's so fun. great. It's fun. It's great because I just don't comment on the stuff, but I can share in it privately behind the scenes. Exactly. <laughs> That's where it all happens. people. <laughs> Awesome. Well, um, we'll be right back with Arlene and um, and then we'll throw her on the hot seat. And then Tommy and I are off to go put peeps in the microwave. So we'll be right back. (laughs) I think it's time for a break now. Welcome back, everybody. We've got friend of the show, Arlene Spensley, exiting her vehicle and walking into 7-Eleven right now as we're talking. And she's going to get a giant big gulp, right? <laughs> no, no. I'm here Arlene, how are you? How are you doing? I'm good. Happy almost. Well, I don't know when this is going to. to thank you. Thank you. Excuse me. Um, I'm in 7-Eleven now. <laughs> just bear with me. I got my protein cookie. Dude, can um, we like get her to do a prank? Okay, so Arlene, tell the guy I tell the guy I work for the embassy, the French embassy. <laughs> and 
Hold on, I'm talking to my neighbor. My neighbor works here. Oh, wow. <laughs> Where do you live? This is so bizarre. This is the best thing ever. Virginia <laughs> Beach, Virginia, people. Virginia Beach, Virginia. You do not charge me triple. I don't charge you at all, though, right? Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Sorry, see? I forgot. I'm also recording a podcast right now. Say hi to the podcast. Hi. <laughs> yeah, 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys aren't familiar with 7-Eleven, it's awesome. They have big gulps and Slurpees and Arlene's protein bars. A disgusting yes. wannabe peanut butter cookie, evidently. <laughs> and there's I the like them. Arlene can now remove her card from the machine. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> I almost forgot to remove my card from the machine. <laughs> Maybe you should have had coffee instead of your cookie. That's a thing. Interesting Arlene fact. I mean, probably not interesting, but true Arlene fact. I cannot have caffeine. Because if I have caffeine... Did you just drop your keys in the street in the parking lot? No, no, that was just the noise of them. Um, if I have caffeine, people think I'm drunk. You're drunk? What are you talking about? People think I am not sober. Oh, I see. But I not drunk, caffeine. like on alcohol. You're talking about like like you smoked meth or something, right? Is that that's the reaction? No, no. They, no, I, they think I'm drunk. Wow. wow Arlene really? has the reverse. Caffeine has the reverse effect on Arlene Spensley, everyone. Yep. It is quite interesting. It's on the flip side, though, a very cheap date, right? Because coffee is like 99 cents a cup and boom. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, line up. (laughs) Take her to start. The last time that I had caffeine for real, like it was really fun at first. And then it was like followed by a brief period of panic. That's and basically like, what being drunk is like. So extreme, I think you're right. <laughs> it's really heart palpitations, very bad. Can you Goodness have a gracious. Can you have a regular Coca Cola? I don't drink soda. Oh, can so, you have a decaf coffee? Uh, yeah, I could. I don't but, really. But <laughs> Arlene, what do you consume besides protein cookies? We need to know here. Are you okay? Do we need to fly out there to help you? <laughs> I definitely eat. Um, a lot of food it's just i try to be healthy ish but this isn't true because like i literally i sometimes have nachos for dinner like it just depends um but as far as beverages i consume water milk <laughs> um okay wait important juice. question important question yes. what type of milk whole there you go. Arlene, 10 oh, stars. Oh. Way to Thank go. Thank you. Yeah, I can't stand anything other than whole milk. I'm like, why do you people just not drink the whole milk? I think the back to being a kid and milk. like, I would go to my grandparents' house where they had whole milk and I would just look at my parents like, what kind of disgusting crap are you giving me at home? I don't understand <laughs> this. <laughs> Oh, I almost just ran a red light. Oh, my God. Update. Update. I think I ran it. (laughs) We're about to find out how friendly the Virginia Beach police are. I live with a Virginia Beach cop, actually. So So that's how you can get off if you get pulled over. I'd be dropping his name. (laughs) I'm sorry, officer. I'm recording this podcast. Funny story. I'm on a podcast. Oh, yeah. What's the topic? Uh, I don't know. We're talking about what I eat. Yeah, just my food intake, my workout. Um, yeah, no, I, I, you know, and, and let's, let, let's back up. Let's talk about this workout thing because I want to, I want all my past PE teachers to know that I finally accepted exercise because when I was a kid, I, 
hated everything were, athletic with the were exception you the one of like walking around the track when it was supposed to be like running the mile. There was an incident in, I believe, sixth grade PE when my PE teacher told me that I needed to do the jump ball that starts the basketball game. And I said, no. And, <laughs> wow. And she said, do you want to like try that again? And I was like, no. I said, no. And she made me run laps for the duration of the PE class, <laughs> which I did because I was like, I w- she thought that that would make me change my mind. And I was like, I will absolutely run laps for the entirety of class <laughs> because I will get my way. <laughs> it is funny where we draw the line in sixth grade. It's like, this is where I'm going to put it down and I'm not moving from this place. No jump ball today. Well, congratulations to Arlene's PE teachers. I'm sure if you, <laughs> you put that box in front of her that you put your legs in and see how many lines you can put your forward, she could do a great job at this point. So everyone should be happy. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Arlene is the new spokesperson for Swole Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Which is real. Have you seen this? I don't want to lose real? Oh, I thought like that a... was a joke. No, I oh, saw it on it? Instagram. It's like a thing called Swole. And now Arlene's actually, I'm saying it like ironically because I think it's hilarious. And she's going to be like, I'm getting on Instagram right now to check them out. Look at them. So, Arlene, yeah. what's new? What, what's going on with you these days? Well, not a whole lot. Um, I've had a lot of time this Lent to reflect as I think Lent is for in part. Um, (laughs) and I think God is, is at work. I, I found that over the past couple of years, Lent has really been very Lent like, um, for me, um, pretty dark, not the darkest, you know, that it could ever be, but, um, just a lot going on and a lot that I'm working through, um, relationship wise and, uh, it seems like Lent is often preceded by breakups for me. <laughs> um, and, and a true that's, Catholic ready to just take on the punishment. Evidently. Yep. And it's so awesome because I just find so much fruit in, in like that desert time. Um, and it's just very providential that it happens to be during Lent when I do a lot of the grieving and or working through of stuff. So it's and been now, very fruitful length so far. Like, as a therapist, I have to say, this isn't you, like, uh, setting things up in your head unconsciously, like, every time it gets close to You're like, oh, Ash Wednesday's coming in a couple <laughs> weeks. You know what? This isn't really working out for me. I got to, like, let this go <laughs> No, no. It's a long story. Um, but this breakup actually happened a while ago. I just didn't... <laughs> I didn't really grieve right away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're being a really good adult. Okay. <laughs> That's when the nachos came into play every once yep. in a while, maybe. Mm-hmm. And hence the gym. Do you go to the gym so that you can eat nachos? No, you know, I. that is the often the excuse I give myself. I'm like, <laughs> I can eat this cheesecake. I work out. But um, I'm starting to, you know, hit that plateau that means you have to start eating right or you're going to gain it all back. Mm. Um, but I do love working out and I've, I've been working out for like a little over a year, gosh, almost two years, I think. And I mean, they got me doing stuff I never thought I would do. Can you guess, I'm, I don't mean to brag, but can you guess what my last deadlift was? I don't know what a deadlift is, but I'm going to say <laughs> 110 pounds. Is that, does that even make sense with a deadlift? It could. Yeah. But higher. 200. Wow. 200. No, don't say 200. Are you kidding Less me? Than 200. Oh. I'm not quite there. Yet. 
Are we still guessing? One fifty. Okay. And sixty pounds. Oh my Woo. God! I want everyone to know that Arlene Spensley could deadlift me in the sky. <laughs> would you, does that mean you like pick me up above your head or something? What would happen here? <laughs> okay. It just so means you would like you. grab me by the shirt and by like the cuff of my pants and hold me up or something. Yeah, basically, like if you were laying on the ground, um, I would sort of squat and and grab you and then i would stand this up is a, a children family podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so well that's impressive yeah. i i pick up a 25 pound bag of chicken feed and i'm like huffing and puffing by the time i get to the shed <laughs> in the backyard so but guess what arlene you think but, you're cool i'm gonna get to heaven before you because you're getting hella healthy so you know. <laughs> Well, I'm going to beat both of you, so don't worry. <laughs> unless unless that article about alcohol is true, which means that <laughs> I'm going to be here forever. So, <laughs> oh, That's fantastic. I love it. I'm stuck behind a really slow Chevy Tahoe right now, and it is... It's grinding my gears. Tell us about. Okay. Can you pass tell us them? them? Yeah, pass them. Pass them on the right, <laughs> and then make the sign of the cross like a priest blessing the congregation as you drive past. First chance. Can I you get. tell us about Virginia? I don't know anyone who yeah. lives in Virginia, and you didn't used to live in Virginia. You used to be I this didn't. person where I could say I know someone who lives in Florida, and now I, I don't. So. I know. No. Yeah. I sometimes will be driving around, whether like to work or to church, and I will remember that I live in Virginia, and I will literally start laughing. Um, because I can't believe I live in Virginia and that has nothing to do with Virginia. It has much more to do with the fact that I never, ever thought I would leave the state of Florida. Um, but Florida's weird, right? Like, is that like just a, a meme on the internet or is Florida really bizarre? And there's a lot of weirdos there. There are a lot of weirdos in Florida. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to let people know their geography. I, but I love Florida. I was just there last weekend, and it was very rejuvenating. And I got to sit outside, which is something I have not gotten to do in Virginia for a while because it's been so dang cold. Oh, my. Um, that would be weird. At least cold for a Floridian. But I, um, well, yeah, I, I mean, the, <laughs> there, are some, there are some pretty big differences between where I came from and where I live now. Uh, when I first moved here, it took about two weeks before I ever saw an elderly person. Um, whereas in Florida, every person that you see for the most part is an elderly person from, you know, from my town. Um, oh, we were just getting to the good part. Oh yeah. Arlene, you're muted. Oh, her finger slipped. Hello. This, oh, were, the, okay, this, she, is, this is what happens when you podcast on the go. Were you yelling oh, yeah. obscenities and you were just trying to protect our ears? <laughs> From the no, Chevy Tahoe. You passed I, I, that Tahoe, didn't you? I did, but I, I yelled. <laughs> I got, could you actually hear me yelling? Because I did yell. <laughs> no, but you muted I, yourself, which was slick. Wow. Guys, was, well, Arlene yeah, Spensley's man. Google Hangout muting skills are are peak. Second to none, yes. Yeah. Well, what, what actually happened was I, I forgot that, that I had set an alarm for 9.05 or 9.04. Um, so that I knew when it was time for me to hit the road <laughs> and the alarm went off and muted oh. me. No, no. God, is it 904? That sounds so nice. <laughs> oh yeah. It is so much earlier where you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? You're making it all worth it. That's for sure. I could... <laughs> <laughs> so Arlene, are you uh, working on any other, I mean, we know you have an awesome book. Um, you could tell everybody about that, but do you have any projects, you know, as a follow-up? Not yet. Um, so yeah, I, I wrote a book for listeners who are 
new to my work um, called Chastity is for Lovers, Single, Happy, and Still a Virgin, which came out in 2014. Um, gosh, was it 2014? Oh yeah, can gosh. you believe it? this? No. This November, it'll be four years. Wow. Uh, which is just shocking. And I think, I mean, it was in the works for probably a couple years before that. So to think that's like almost 10 years. I mean, it's not really, it's 40 years shy of 10 years total, but, <laughs> but still it's like, wow, I cannot believe how much time has passed. Um, Books take forever. I don't, people yes, don't realize. Writing is torture. And this is coming from someone who's been a professional writer for a very long time. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't have anything book wise in the works right now. And in fact, dude, get in your lane. Sorry. Um, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> He was definitely in two lanes right then. It's like, make a decision. Um, but, but anyway, um, I, I, uh, kind of gave up on, on blogging because my life got so busy and I got, when I first moved to Virginia, I was freelance writing full time and it was really hard to, um, you know, spend every day, all day writing, um, and then, you know, come home and, write more. And so I, I kind of let the blog fall by the wayside, but I always have stuff in my head, um, like ideas rolling around on a couple of them. If you don't mind, I'd like to share, uh, maybe we can chat about one or two, but, um, one, uh, one thing that I'd like to write about at some point. We didn't say and, yes, actually. Uh, I've, I've made the decision. I'm going to be discussing these things. Actually talk amongst yourselves for a second so I can open my protein cookie. We're hearing it open. Ready I kind of want one now. They're really good. And I haven't had a real peanut being butter cookie in purpose. so long. Yeah. I am not being loud on purpose. This is, <laughs> this is real. We get to listen to her crunch, too. So how's this going to work? Is it crunchy or chewy? I, um, oh, wow. She's, she's talking with her mouth open. <laughs> this is great. This is great. Okay. So tell us about your life, Arlene. You have things that you want to tell the world. Yeah. There's so much that I want to write about based on what God's been doing in my life. And I had this recent revelation. Um, I don't know if you call it a revelation. That's kind of cocky. I don't know. I had a thought in my head. Um, <laughs> and I realized, uh, you know, especially after like last year's breakup and then the year before that's breakup. Actually, no, they both happened last year. So last year's breakups. Um, I, I remember, I, rec I recalled from previous relationships that I'd always had this attitude um, when approaching dating. Like if I um, got this guy, you know, as a boyfriend or a significant other, um, that if things didn't work out, um, that I had lost something or that, um, in entering a relationship, something was at stake. And I had this realization just recently, um, during Lent, uh, that nothing is really at stake, not just in terms of relationships, but in terms of our lives in general. Um, when we are, you know, followers of Christ, because, you know, like me plus Jesus is enough. Um, and that's always, that's always the, the starting point for us. And so I had this moment recently when I realized that nothing is at stake. And so when I enter a relationship with somebody, you know, if it works out and, and someday I, I get married, um, that adds to my life ideally. Um, but it can't take away from my life if the relationship ends because I already have enough and I already am enough. Um, and this Lent that has been a really big, um, 
thing for me uh, and has been very helpful in terms of um, strengthening and deepening, you know, my trust in, in God. And, and I think that's something I want to, I need to explore more. Uh, I don't think I'm quite ready to write about it yet, but it is something that I've been thinking a lot about lately. Boom. Yeah. That's wow. big. That's it huge. Hashtag boom. Take a bite that's of your like cookie. A, that's like a... Um, <laughs> Go around the country speaking to young adults right there on that one blog post idea that's just floating in your head. I think so many people can relate to it, you know, like totally. And even outside of relationships, like it might be work related or, you know, I don't know what else is like in life. <laughs> work out, work. I don't know what else there you is. Know, you might get injured and not be able to work out. You know, I mean, there's a number of things that like you haven't really lost everything you need because you have everything you need in Christ. But it's hard, right? Because like, I mean, yes, that's obviously true. And we, I, it's like, even I know that like intellectually, but mm. sometimes I think like, how do you, how do you know that you really believe that in your heart or how mm -hmm. do you like make that leap? Because I think mm -hmm. uh, those things in our Catholic faith are, um, they're in the future. You know what I mean? Like there's mm -hmm. a promise of something to come, but mm -hmm. you live in the present as a, as a human being. And it's really, really hard to, Yes. To actually grasp that in your heart, even though you know that that's true. Does that make I sense? Know. Yeah, no, totally. That's going to be very... in the com boxes on your, <laughs> on your blog. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good. We'll need to start that conversation because these are important questions. And that for me is like the greatest challenge, truly. The greatest challenge of my life is trusting that that promise is going to be fulfilled one day. And I would say... As difficult as it is for me to trust, um, I am at a place in my life now where I'm trusting more than ever, that that does not mean that I don't still have to wake up every single day and be like, I can trust. I got to remind myself I can trust. I can trust because I still have to remind myself every single day. And I, I kind of think I'm probably going to be that way for the rest of my life. And probably most of us will be because it's just so hard. I don't know if it's just humanity in general or our, our culture, but like we just like to know. I think like what to expect and, and what's going to, to happen. Um, and I've, you know, I've recognized a lot of, um, pride in myself that I hadn't realized was there, uh, because for so long I've lived like, like God couldn't possibly know better. I know exactly what I need and I'm going to tell him what I need and he's going to give it to me. And like, clearly that, that's not worked out very Instead, well. Instead he's, uh, God's making you run laps the rest of your life because you're <laughs> yep. <laughs> refusing to do what he says. Yep. Um, and so I'm finally like at 32 years old starting to believe, okay, all right, he knows better. He can do this. I'm not going to try to control this anymore. And it's, it's quite freeing actually to not try to control it, but there's still that like element of mystery, like what's going to happen. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Um, it's very weird though, right? Like we want to be in control. That's what we want so bad. And yet we're like totally in control of where we're going to end up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, we're making yeah. choices, but we feel like, well, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, I don't have any control. Like it's kind of like a cop out from like not behaving correctly or making the mm -hmm. best choices, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Also you're 32. So you have a little bit of time left to figure this out by your Jesus year. I I'll know. speak for Sarah and myself that we both were like, when we were 33, we're going to be like, we're 33. We're finally going to figure it out. And then we moved on to the next year. And <laughs> yeah. It didn't, happen. It, it didn't happen. No, no. Nope. Yeah. I'll be nope. 33 in November. So I'll let you know. I'll report back. <laughs> but Pretty sure I can predict I won't have it figured out <laughs> by November. How's the cookie? 
It's so good. It's really in the spot. <laughs> so Sarah, she has like um, just like less than 15 minutes or something until she hits the weights and starts deadlifting tires or throwing around or whatever <laughs> they do. Should we like take a break and then come back and put her on the... Yeah, let's do it. The thing that we do? The, yeah, we're, we're going to do that. All right, we'll be yeah. right back. Hi, this is Andrew with Guadalupe Roastery. Here at Guadalupe Roastery, we are committed to working directly with the farmers who produce your coffee so that just by switching out what's in your cup, you can help bring farmers, families, and communities out of poverty. To help change the world, order now at www.guadaluperoastery.com. That's www.guadaluperoastery.com. Change your coffee, change the world. Together, we are Coffee for the Common Good. All right, it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Do you know what it is, Tommy? Do you know I'm what the segment la- is? I'm just laughing because it, whenever we come back from a segment, since we do no rehearsing and we're completely unprofessional, it's always like a standoff between you and me of who's going to talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, I'm doing it. Volunteer. I just railroaded you. So Yes, the Catholic hipster hot seat. I'm stealing it. Where St. Lawrence famously said, Arlene... No, wait, that, I messed it up that time. No, but no, Arlene, that's good. That's good. Okay, Arlene. Huh? What did St. Lawrence famously say when he was being grilled alive? Anybody? Stop it. I okay. Don't know. No, Log turn off. me over. I'm Log done off, on this side. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's why he's the patron saint of comedians, Arlene. That's why he's the patron saint of comedians. Was that like the first question? No, but if it was, it would be a terrible start for you. Yes. <laughs> no, Sarah has the first question. The first question is... Tacos or burritos? <laughs> Tacos. <laughs> You know, don't you think when we get to heaven or we get to our judgment, Jesus is going to be like, you know, you were close, but then that podcast really pushed you over. So you're, <laughs> you're all right. <laughs> yeah. Is it because I said tacos? No, I was talking to Sarah. Oh. <laughs> Come well, on, Arlene. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Arlene, do you have any CDs in your car right now? I, every CD I own is in my car right now. And all I right. Tell me, tell me the top three CDs that you have in your car right now. The three oh that gosh. you love to pump with the windows down when you're flipping the bird at all these slow drivers. I do not flip the bird at anyone. The peace sign. Thank the peace you. Sign. Um, right now I have very old school Jennifer Knapp, um, who was a Christian singer when I was in middle school. Um, That's when I you were have... like running laps and then you went back to your room and you were like, yeah, I'm going to pump some Jennifer Knapp and just you know <laughs> work out my feelings on this piece. Yeah. Um, I also have a worship CD in there. <laughs> um, part of part of Lent was I was only listening to Christian music while oh, okay. driving. Right. Um, and then the other one is um, a CD. Who, who's in there? I think it's Carolyn Aaron's, who is also like a, a something from middle school. So shout out to faith, Arlene yeah. Spensley for keeping it hipster on the Catholic Hipster podcast, because I've literally never heard of any of those people that you just <laughs> mentioned or things. So good job, Arlene. Thank you. Let's see, um, because I'm the heathen and Tommy asks all the good questions. Um, <laughs> I think we've done this with you before, but I can't remember. So margarita, salt or no salt? I don't drink. See, oh, she so. doesn't drink. She doesn't have coffee. She doesn't eat Sorry. nachos except for infrequently. I'm boring. Um, what do, you like, do you like things with lime? Like, do yes. you put like, do you squeeze lime, lime into in your water? water? I okay. put lemon and lime in my water. Yeah. 
You don't drink. Arlene, what are we going to do when we hang out? We're going to work out. I'm going to give you caffeine and I'm going to have a margarita and then we're just going to be even. <laughs> yeah. You can, who's going to drive? Someone call an Uber. Arlene, uh, who's your favorite saint right now? My favorite saint. Or who's the saint who's doing some work for you right now? Wow. Um, usually St. Francis de Sales. All right. We haven't gotten a St. Francis de Sales on the podcast before, Sarah. You know what? I like St. Francis de Sales. Do you want to know why? Why? There's some really great memes that go along with Black Friday uh, and other big shopping go. days. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good call. And also, I told this story to a priest just the other day that my wife got me the introduction to the devout life. And one of the first things kind of in there, because I haven't gotten very far through it, is to do a general confession, like where you just confess like your whole life, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I spent some time did it wrote everything out went into the confessional laid it all out there there was like you know 40 things or whatever and the priest goes wow after i was done just said wow and let me sit in the silence and that was terrible (laughs) but i deserved it i deserved it that's funny go ahead sarah crap me again um let's see you want me to do two? i'll do two in a row next no time. no no i got it i got it i got it i'm stealing one of your usual questions all right what is your favorite marian apparition or vision of mary or, you know your favorite relationship with mary if you will oh well i well when you said apparition um the very first thing that I thought of was um, when her face appeared on a building in Clearwater, Florida, and I visited it when I was a kid. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> it's not there anymore because someone broke the window, but it was awesome. Okay. That, well, epic. I what, love it. what about one that might be um, approved Famous? by the church? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the one where it was on the toast. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Didn't that go for sale up on eBay? I think that was a thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, Guadalupe. All right. Okay. Well, we're gonna teach you how to drink margaritas we're gonna, then. We're gonna let you go. Even though, I mean, that was like said with such conviction. I think that we can give it a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not my um, not my primary focus. But I'm just being honest. <laughs> Arlene Spensley. We've realized she only drinks water, milk, and orange juice, and Mary is not her primary focus. But I that's love fine. That. <laughs> <laughs> And get out of her way when she's driving, for God's sake, people. Yes. Okay, uh, Arlene. Yes. Um, where would someone take you on a first date where you would say, this guy's a loser? Where's someone, somewhere that someone's taking you where you're like, all right, it's over before it even started? Um, once a guy took me to a restaurant that was closed because he didn't do his research. Oh, now that's not fair. Come on. Poor guys. As the guy on the podcast. He was nice, but it didn't, it didn't work. So what did you guys do after that? Because to me, that sounds like a good, like a story after you're married. Where you're like, oh, we went to. No. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do your research, guys. Be prepared. Mm. Be prepared. What's your favorite sport? To play or to watch? Watch. Ice hockey. I'm wearing a Tampa Bay Lightning t-shirt right now. Wow. There you go. There was a lot of Tampa Bay Lightning tweeting going on back when they were doing well, huh? Yep. Are they doing well this year or no? Um, I don't really watch right now because I don't have TV. 
But um, my mom texts me every time they're playing, and they, they did really well last night, and I believe the night before, too. Well, no, actually, I think they lost. I can't remember if they lost to Boston, but they won um, to the Rangers last night, so that was pretty good. So just as we continue to compile dating tips, if you're going to date Arlene, take her to a restaurant that's open and <laughs> know something about ice hockey. Arlene, what's your least favorite chore? Oh, boy. Least favorite chore? Probably dishes. Can't right. stand it. There In you fact, go. like when I live on my own without roommates... It's my plan up. is I'm just going to have one dish per person who lives in the house. So they'll start with just me and then we'll see. And anybody who comes over, bring your own dang dishes. <laughs> like, I just feel like it would make life so much easier. There I'm probably go. not I, really going to do that, but I feel like it would be great. I had a high school economics professor or teacher who would uh, eat his sandwiches over the sink instead of using a plate because he hated dishes so much. <laughs> and to me, as like a 16 year old kid, I thought like, wow, that's pathetic, man. Like, <laughs> how sad. <laughs> <clears throat> Sarah, you got one more in you? Uh-oh. One oh, more. Here. What I was talking into my muted microphone. What <laughs> is your favorite CrossFit workout activity? Oh. Ooh, my favorite CrossFit workout activity. Probably um oh this is hard. I like I mean, it's sort of it's sort of like writing in that I hate it while it's happening, but then after it's over, I'm very pleased. And so, I hate almost everything that I do at the gym until it's over. And so, I would say like the things that I enjoy the most after the fact are probably the the lifts, like like deadlift or back squat or whatever, because um, those are the things I feel most um, amazed at. Because I when I first got uh, into working out. I was like, I cannot do any of the things you think I can do. And I was wrong. Um, because you know, it all takes his practice. And so, um, I enjoy those the most. All right. Last question from me, Arlene. So if you don't drink and you don't eat unhealthy food, what do you do to unwind when you like, uh, come home from a terrible day? I'm Arlene Spensley and I'm just going to chill and unwind by doing this. Watching Netflix. All right. I, yeah. I've been, I've been, I just got into new girl um, yes. which is hilarious. So I never knew. It is so funny. So I've been watching that. And, uh, before that I rewatched the office, which was obviously amazing. Uh, so I'll usually find, you know, some kind of comedy or something and binge for a while. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Where can people find out more about the stuff that you're not doing Arlene? They can visit ArleneSpensley.com just in case I decide to blog. And they can also follow me on Twitter at Arlene Spensley, on Instagram at Arlene Spensley, and um, also on Facebook. And where are you and, writing like for real? You're writing for like the Virginia something, right? Um, I was writing full-time freelance for the Virginian pilot for a while, but I actually left that um, job and now I'm working as a social media marketing producer Ooh. for a major Christian broadcasting network called the Whoa. Christian Broadcasting Network. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, I love it. It's 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 a blast. That's cool. Do you have to like, uh, can you be Catholic? It's okay. Like, or do you yeah. have to like oh, play yeah. it no, down? I'm no, definitely cool. not the only Catholic there. Yeah, yeah. It's really uh, 
really a great environment. It's like nowhere I've ever worked before. Um, That's like cool. the fact that we can like actually pray before meetings and talk about God and stuff is just, Oh, I can't even imagine. And yeah. yeah, in terms of, of, you know, doing work. So I love it. Very Congratulations. Happy. That's super fantastic. Arlene. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Well, Arlene, thanks so much for joining us for today's special, um, Holy Saturday, very non-religious episode of the Catholic Hipster <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yes. Thank you for allowing me to drive to the gym and 7-Eleven before that. Wow. It was, we did it. It's a highlight. It's going to be on the highlight reel. <laughs> Go That's pump some yes. iron. We'll be cheering you on and can't wait to see you at a CrossFit competition. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Appreciate <laughs> it. All right. Talk to you Have soon. Have a great Easter, Arlene. All right. You too. Well, there you go. Wasn't that a great conversation with Arlene Spensley about nothing in particular at all? That's what we like to do, Sarah. Is We're just, the Seinfeld of Catholic podcasts. <laughs> we, we like to just hang out with people. That's the most fun thing. I mean, I think my favorite part was when Arlene was eating the cookie while talking. That was good. It made me think of like, if she was sitting around our dinner table, she definitely would have got the smack down for that kind of behavior. <laughs> but, you know, on the internet, it works out. It totally works <laughs> out. Well, um, happy Easter, everybody. Um, you know, it's been a, a long Lent. But here we are going into April 1st. It's a new season. Man, I've never been more excited for Lent to be over. I have to tell you, I'm so happy uh, that this is the last day. Can't even tell you how much I'm happy. (laughs) Didn't Lent really end on Thursday, though? And then this is like... I know, but you know, so like I do cheat on Sundays, right? But I feel like you can't cheat. I don't cheat during the Triduum. I don't stop giving up what I gave up because it feels... For me personally, it feels not great because it's like Good Friday and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. But you know, Father, I don't judge anyone who does. It's all good if you do because Lent's really over. But Father Dave Dwyer had a hamburger on Thursday night. He gave up burgers for Lent. Boom. Well, then I'm wrong. So there you go. I mean, no, it's not about being wrong. And (laughs) just kidding. kidding. Don't be one of those trolls on the internet that wants everything to be black and white. The church leaves so many things up to our own personal decisions and we need to respect that that's for sure yes end it on a serious note baby you can follow sarah at catholic drinky on every social media platform right yes and um at catholic and, burgers and what about uh the the beer the beer pilgrimage oh yeah come join my beer pilgrimage to holland and belgium um we are this still, is for real guys this, this is, is a real thing this, this is, is actually real and i did get a couple inquiries after the last podcast so um please do come join us beers and blessings.com Damn, that's a good one. Um, and just, you know what? Just come. It's going to be great. Um, I know I'm I'm pretty thrilled about this whole trip. And you can come drink beer. And if you join and you tell us that you heard episodes of the podcast, I will buy you beer on the trip. OMG. Get your passports ready, people. Literally. And uh, have a crazy, awesome Easter. Celebrate it like it's a... Uh... Easter. I mean, what else can you celebrate more than that? Nothing. This is the best. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you guys. Bye, Sarah. about how you're going to go pump iron. This is an in-transit podcast. That's so cool. I know. I know. I've never done an in-transit podcast before, but... Please don't cuss at the other drivers, okay? (laughs) Um, Actually, that's a real risk. Um, (laughs) So we're going to do our best so that you don't have to do some editing. Um, How far away do you live from your gym? Why are you leaving 40 minutes before you said you had to be at the gym? I'm so Because I'm hungry and I I need to get a protein bar and (laughs) I'd rather not rush. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, with your choice, with your decision making, you don't want to rush it? <laughs> no. Uh, it's pretty easy. I already know which one I'm getting. I'm getting like the Quest cookie. Um, it's like a peanut butter cookie, but not as good. And it has a lot of protein. Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We want to help others, especially in places of strife, such as the Holy Land, where Christianity is dwindling by the day. But how to help? Here's an easy way. Buying products through the Holy Land gift shop. Every product you purchase at myfranciscan.org shop helps Christians support their families and stay in the Holy Land. Olive wood, embroidery, spices, and many more authentic products from the Holy Land are available right now at myfranciscan.org shop. The Holy Land gift shop, bringing the Holy Land home. Thank you for listening to Breadbox Media. Find more about us at breadboxmedia.com.